0: Yo, this is Axel Rose of Guns and Roses. Hey, this is Carmen Electra. Hi, this is Daryl Strawberry. What up, though? This is Big Snoop Deal double G. Hi, this is Don Stallard. Hey, yo, Hulk Hogan here. What's up? This is Beyoncé. I got a great show lined up for y'all. Hey, yo, yo, yo. Let's get this party started. The Sports Beat. You know what? Let's keep it hot. The Sports Beat. is off the chain, man. Aye, ah, yeah. The Sports Beat. Download the podcast now. You're listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdridge. good morning everybody out there in west georgia welcome to the sports beat with richard holdridge this is the last episode of the sports beat for 2020 i hope that everybody is looking forward to having a great new year's we have a lot to talk about in the show Including, for the first time in school history, the Callaway Cavaliers win their first ever state title. And I know that the cities of LaGrange and Hogansville are celebrating what a game yesterday in the high school state championships for Georgia. The Hawks are 3-0. They have a big test tonight as they will take on the Brooklyn Nets. And Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant more than likely will play. And is this the year that Aaron Rodgers leads the Green Bay Packers to a Super Bowl win? I want to talk about the Callaway Cavaliers. Out of Hogansville, they're double A in the state championship. They defeated Fitzgerald 22-17. The game was broadcasted on GBS A lot of fans making their way out to Center Park Stadium, which used to be Turner Field. And Callaway wins their first ever state title. It's not the first state title for the city of LaGrange. What an exciting atmosphere for a program that has made it to the playoffs for 14 straight seasons. The Cavaliers made it to the semifinals four times. They've had outstanding players in the NFL, including... Georgia wide receiver Terry Godwin Who currently plays for the Jacksonville Jaguars Callaway did it with passing They did it with the run game It was just a defensive game For most of Just wanted to give some love to a high school team I know that the high school championships Are going on right now Very late in the season Due to COVID but that's always great when they can get out to Atlanta and support their local high school. And Callaway does it. So congratulations to them. Like I said, when I'm doing these shows three days a week, I'm actually starting next week going to go back to five days because we have got a lot of action to talk about in sports. We did have some bowl games last night. Oklahoma State defeats Miami 37-34 to in the Cheez-It Bowl. The Miami Hurricanes were not. They were playing. The Miami Hurricanes were playing without their star quarterback Dierick King and he will be back for another season in 2021 but Miami had a very valiant effort coming back in that game. They were down 21 to nothing but Oklahoma State holds on. They finished the season 8 and 3 and Texas defeats Colorado 55 to 23 in the Alamo Bowl and Tom Herman, say what you want about Tom Herman and the Texas Longhorns 4 and 0 in bowl games. He's been with the Longhorns for four seasons. Texas finishes a disappointing seven and three, but you gotta think that Texas, programs like Texas, USC, Michigan, Georgia, they're not top five teams. They're top 10 teams. And it's a success if they get 10 wins. They're not Alabama, Ohio State, or Clemson. When you have the different tier of college football programs, the standard for Alabama, Ohio State, and Clemson is national champions they don't win the national championship it is a disappointing season everybody else and then you have that second tier of college football teams like texas florida oklahoma georgia michigan that 10 wins going to a decent bowl game is a success i think texas should keep tom herman because i do think he's a Brilliant offensive play caller, and they've had some of their issues. But Sam Ellinger leaves the game with a shoulder injury as he has had a pretty successful career as the Longhorns quarterback. We've got some pretty important bowl games today, including Florida and Oklahoma in the Cotton Bowl. That will be at 8 o'clock tonight, and I'm looking forward to that game. I'm looking forward to seeing these two offensive firepowers going at it. It's going to be exciting. All right, so in the National Basketball Association, so right now the only two teams that are unbeaten in the NBA are the Orlando Magic at 4-0 and the Atlanta Hawks at 3-0. Say what you want about the Atlanta Hawks. They've averaged 124 points a game. Trey Young averaging more than 30 points a game. They don't have all their players. As we have still yet to see, uh, the rookie – a con group. Danilo Gallinari has been out but the Atlanta Hawks have a big test tonight as they will take on the Nets at 2 and 2 even though the other night the Nets lost to the Grizzlies they rested Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant i'm not a big fan of resting players i feel that nba stars should play 82 games when there is a full season and play in the playoffs. The Atlanta Hawks will have their big test tonight as their next two games will be against the Brooklyn Nets. I think the Hawks at 3-0, and they look like a playoff team. Right now, the Atlanta Hawks are 3-0 and for the first time since 2016, and they have scored more points in franchise history in their first three games. They're not just doing it with Trey Young. Yes, he is averaging more than 30 points a game. They're doing it with defense. They're getting just enough defensive stops to hold teams i know that it was a little too close detroit did come back in that game but the hawks were able to hold them off deandre hunter has been stepping up defensively and they'll be just fine when they get chris dunn and tony snell back they brought them in as defensive specialists the eastern conference is wide open right now still i'm not buying the orlando magic as a 4-0 team and the atlanta hawks their three victories were against non-playoff teams So tonight, the Brooklyn Nets, Atlanta Hawks, it is going to be a big test. And let's see if they can slow down superstars. The Atlanta Hawks has not faced a superstar that just will go off in a game. And that's what Trey Young is starting to become. He's starting to become that superstar that Atlanta has been craving for since Dominique Wilkins was the star player for the Hawks back in the 80s and 90s. If you're an Atlanta Hawks fan, I cannot imagine getting more exciting If you're a Hawks fan, you've got to be excited about this season. I know that the expectations are low. Just imagine Trey Young, like when they do have fans back, he is a high, he is a hot ticket. He is one of those superstars that draws a crowd. And I still think that when the Hawks gets fans back at State Farm Arena, which will be at MLK Day, the Atlanta Hawks, the community of Atlanta, can get excited about this team. There's not a lot to be excited about Atlanta sports in the last year, especially with all the heartbreaks. The Braves up 3-1 in the NLCS and losing to the Dodgers. All the blunders the Atlanta Falcons have had this year. Now is the time. The Atlanta Hawks are going to make the playoffs, and I think this team is built for the future. So we'll see how they do. We have some local action in college basketball tonight. The 7-0 Georgia Bulldogs are taking on Mississippi State. Coach Tom Crean has done a a great job with recruiting there. I know he got Anthony Edwards here. It was a one-year deal. Anthony Edwards was a one-and-done player, and then he became the number one pick in the NBA draft to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Georgia is gonna build off on, on that. There is talent in the state of Georgia. And the Bulldogs are starting to climb. They're starting to, they're starting to become the big powerhouse in Georgia basketball. Georgia Tech, a disappointing four and three this year. They did defeat Kentucky, but they take on North Carolina tonight. It, It's always been tough in the last 10 years, ever since Georgia Tech lost to Kennesaw State in 2010. Their program has not been the same. They have had three head coaches, Paul Hewitt, Brian Gregory, and now Josh Pastner, and Georgia Tech is just not the same program they used to be in the 80s and 90s with head coach Bobby Crimmins. Georgia Tech went to the Final Four in 1990, and the championship game in 2004, it seemed like every year in the 1990s, they made it to the NCAA tournament. They've always had great players in the NBA to include Mark Price, Travis Best, Stephon Marbury, Kenny Anderson, Chris Bosh, Amont Shumpert, Derek Favors, and of course, the late Jason Collier. I know that the expectations at Georgia Tech are to be the ultimate power in the ACC, but with the ACC's expansion of adding teams like Louisville and Syracuse and Pitt. It has been a challenge for the Yellow Jackets. It seems like the best program in Georgia is Georgia State. And Georgia State has had history in the NCAA tournament of doing very well, including an upset over Baylor a couple years back. And then in 2001, they made it to the second round, led by legendary head coach Lefty Drizell. Georgia State's been a great program. What about Mercer? Mercer, a couple of years ago, defeated Duke in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Mercer, right there out of Macon, has been a great program. And then Georgia Southern is starting to come up. So there is basketball in the state of Georgia. There's talent, as we have seen. And I would like to see more Out of programs that come out of Georgia. I'd like to see them do well in the NCAA tournament. All right, well, the Green Bay Packers will take on the Chicago Bears in week 17. And this is a game where they have got to not rest their starters because they have got to get home field advantage. Aaron Rodgers, I'm not sure how many. years left aaron Rodgers has where he is in his prime he has not won a super bowl since 2010 the packers have gotten close they've reached the nfc title game three years during that span and this is the year Everything has been lined up for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. He now has a running game. He now has a defense. He has a all-pro wide receiver. And he's got a head coach he gets along with. Head coach Matt LaFleur has been a home run, and he has led the Green Bay Packers to an NFC title game from last year and now to possibly a number one seed, a first-round bye, and home field advantage throughout the playoffs. We know that Aaron Rodgers is a much better quarterback at Lambeau, and he's not doing it all by himself. I think this year the Green Bay Packers will make it to the Super Bowl and they will win another Super Bowl for Aaron Rodgers. He will get his second ring, which will stamp his legacy as one of the greats. But they got to beat the Bears. They got to beat the Bears in week 17 to get home field advantage. That would knock the Chicago Bears, their most hated rival, out of the playoffs. Because if you're a number two seed, you don't want to face the same team you faced in week 17. And that's possibly what could happen. They lose to the Bears. They get the number two seed. They end up playing the Bears in the first round of the NFL playoffs. Don't want to see that happen. So they got to beat the Bears. But Mitchell Trubisky, he's been on fire and the Chicago Bears are in a win-and-end scenario for the playoffs. The NFL's been crazy this year. You got the New York Giants, who are 5-10, and still alive for the playoffs. They beat the Dallas Cowboys this week, and the Washington football team loses to Philly, and the Giants are in the playoffs. Some of these playoff scenarios, you got the Buffalo Bills – They've got to beat the Dolphins to get the number 2 seed. But they do have the tiebreaker against the Steelers. Pittsburgh is not going to have Ben Roethlisberger against the Cleveland Browns. It looks like if the Cleveland Browns win, they are in. The odd team out is going to be the Indianapolis Colts. One of these teams is not going to make the playoffs. All right, before I close my show, I just want to give a shout-out to my alma mater, Freed Hartman University. A lot of people that do listen to my podcast, I have ties with – FHU, a lot of people that have helped me and have been producers helping me with this podcast were colleagues of mine when I was at Freed Hardman and I was very involved in their broadcasting with play-by-play for basketball baseball, soccer. I even called a couple of Chester County football games their local high school team there in Henderson, Tennessee. Freed Hardman was actually on ESPN Plus last night taking on Lipscomb. I'm glad this game counted because they played Lipscomb that's their big rival because they were in the same conference about 20 years ago before Lipscomb made that jump to NCAA Division One, and they were led by legendary head coach Don Meyer, who passed away a couple of years ago, but he was one of the most successful college basketball coaches in history. And Fried Harmon loses to Lipscomb last night, 93 to 72. But it was nice to see the Lions on ESPN Plus. Of course, their girls team out of NAIA Division One won the NAIA title a couple of years ago, and the men's team has been very well, they've been successful as well. So I was excited, It that was very nice, and hopefully we get some college basketball back as I am looking forward to watching college basketball, including my alma mater, which I give them a lot of props. As we close out 2020, I just want to say it has been a very interesting year. I know I started this podcast in late January, right before the Super Bowl. And I did not know what to expect. I know that we've had a crazy year in sports. We've lost some great icons. One that comes to mind is Kobe Bryant. That was shocking. That started in the beginning of the year. And then we had the pandemic. The biggest pandemic in our history since the Spanish flu of 1918. And yes, there is a vaccine. And yes, there are more cases every day of COVID-19. And I know that at times that sports does not matter, especially when we're dealing with a pandemic like this. But sports is here for healing and I did not know what to expect after sports was completely canceled back in March. Am I still gonna do a show? One of the things about being a good sportscaster is having range and also adapting to your surroundings. I know the whole purpose of this podcast was to get on and have a show where we talk about the local highlights. I really wanted to center this podcast towards local sports in West Georgia, in the Columbus area. But after the pandemic and sports was suspended, I had to adjust. One of the things about my show is that I do have an opinion. And sometimes I can have a hot sports take like Colin Cowherd. And, but I enjoy him because he's very opinionative. He doesn't care what the critics say. He's just going to say how he feels is going to go down. And it's, sometimes it's not all based on facts. Sometimes it's based on luck. And you know that in this world of sports, in the middle of a pandemic, that craziness will happen. Chaos is bound to happen. We will get through this. I feel 2021 will be a much better year. And we should be able to do great things in 2021. Now, this is my last show for 2020. Starting next week, I will go to five days a week. I feel I can get more content on the show. I can break down the games. And I can address... My opinion, but I know it's not easy doing a podcast. It's not easy being discovered. It's not easy doing what you love to do. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been on the radio, but the thing that motivates me the most is rejection. I've spent the last 20 years of my broadcasting career getting turned down by local radio stations. I've gotten fired from a radio station that was so small they were operating out of a trailer. The station manager said, we have no more money. We can't keep you on. That added fuel to the fire. It motivated me to do better. 20 years later, I'm 41 years old. I got a wife and two kids and I still am striving to do what I love to do. And that's why I wanna bring this podcast to you to allow you to hear the content, to hear my voice, an opinion. We live in a world now where everybody can have opinion because you have YouTube, you have TikTok, you have podcasts. I enjoy listening to podcasts. And that is one thing that I will continue to do in my broadcasting career as long as I live. And so 2020 comes to a close and I say goodbye until 2021. I will have a show on Friday that will be a special New Year's Day show. I do want to thank all my listeners, everybody who have downloaded this podcast and have subscribed to my facebook channel and have listened to me throughout this entire year. It hasn't been easy. I've had a spike in numbers. I had my most listeners in March and then my listeners dipped after the pandemic. And then when football season started, the listeners came back and I've had I, I I've had a great show. This has been fun. I've had more fun than I've ever had in my broadcasting career. And this business is not easy after getting rejected by all those radio stations saying you're not good enough. You don't have enough energy. You are not the type of sportscaster we are looking for. Let me tell you something. I'm here to stay. And I will have a show on Friday. I hope everybody has a great day. Happy New Year. And I will see you in 2021. Bye. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry.